Hey, hey y'all. Mikey. Hey. <laughs> I just wanted to do it with you. Hey, y'all. Hey. <laughs> this is your lead. This is the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. I'm Mikey. And I'm Randy. And this is episode 56. Bad dad, good husband, <laughs> bad wife, good mom. Before we get started, we have to do some shout outs to some of our favorite people over on Patreon. So happy anniversary yeah. to Nicole. Yes. W. Yes. And Susie and Robbie. Yeah. It's their anniversary as well. How long have they been together, baby? Uh, They are about to be married for a year, I believe. They've been together for a while, though, but that's coming. Congratulations. Uh, Nicole W. has been married. Her wedding date is next July, mm-hmm. but they have been together for 13 years. Jesus. Their anniversary was is today, July twenty seventh. Congratulations! We're today, and Susie and Robbie's anniversary is tomorrow. So congratulations, July you guys! 28th. And Susie and Robbie—they've been married you said, for one year. Yeah, I think. This Ooh, is so how did that go, guys? Let us know. Y'all still Check married? In. Y'all, yeah, you made it obviously. So you did it. So Come congratulations, yeah. you guys! All right. All right, and babe, we're gonna get into it. No, we're um, not. So before we do, we made a list, y'all. We did. We made we did. a list, and Randy is gonna say. What, what that list, list was, so back up, we got an yes. email a few weeks ago, and I thought it was spam, so I didn't respond. Because um, every email is spam, in my mind. That That's not true. I know. I got to do better. Continue. <laughs> uh, I thought it was spam. Yes, and this so non-spam Then we got this email again. This person was like, hey, I'm following up with you. And I was like, oh, spam bots don't follow up. Do they? I don't the know. The new advanced ones do. So I opened the email, <laughs> and I Googled the person. Okay. And then I Googled the list. And it turned out to be a real and person turned up. and a real list. Could still be out to get us. But this list is from Feedspot. So we made the list of top 10 black millennial podcasts. Woo! Uh, when I went to the list, it was only eight podcasts, but there were two. So the, the actual article is called Top 10 Black Millennial Audio Podcasts and Radio You Must Subscribe and Listen to in 2019. Woo! And this was last updated June 27th, 2019. So we may actually have some new listeners based off of that then. Right. Cool. Um, and this, the list is from Feedspot. That's what the blog is called and the, the site is called. It's called Feed, Feedspot. 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 So the best Black Millennial podcast from thousands. <laughs> you don't of, talk to me. <laughs> from thousands of Black Millennial podcasts on the web using search and social metrics. And they suggest that you subscribe to these. Mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. say that how they are ranked. So we were ranked based off Google reputation and mm-hmm. Google research ranking. Influence okay. and popularity on Facebook, Twitter, and other social media sites. They okay. must be looking at our Instagram. Got you. Our Facebook and our Twitter. And mm-hmm. Quality and consistency of episodes. And then feed spots, editorial team, and expert review. Got so you. on this list, we So are, what people cared about is is what number is we? We're number two. We top two, but we ain't number two. <laughs> Which is actually Nikki, Nikki G, if you are if you are listening, I saw her rating on iTunes. She put that that we're in her top three podcasts. We're not one or we're not two or three. Anyway, so Thank we you. made the list along with In Our Whole Uprise and Friend Zone, all these other great podcasts, and it was nice. And so we'll link it in our show notes, and y'all can take a look at it. Yeah. So we made that list. Yeah. So How you feel about thank that? you. I think it's exciting. I've never made a list. Nope. Just um, roll in school. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I've made lists for like awards and stuff in school. Oh no, y'all definitely made lists when the boys in the school was talking about y'all. Oh, okay. And had to categorize women because we learned at a young age that 
you all fit on a I don't think I ever made a list. You definitely made a list. I was really traumatized by a conversation I heard by a group of boys. They were like, oh, this one girl got body, but she don't got no face. And I was so sad. What? Oh, they're talking about you? No. They were talking, talking about, about? Hold oh, pause, pause it. it. <laughs> and we're back. Yeah. Um, Accurate. <laughs> Accurate. It's not funny, but I was traumatized. I was like, I never want to know about knowing a list. But we, they, we I know I made. I know I made. You it absolutely were on list. I know I made. You were on. List. She got a body and a face, but she slow list. <laughs> like, damn. like, bro, I tried to talk to her, and she didn't even realize what was happening. So <laughs> we just walked away from each other. I don't be realizing, huh? y'all, y'all. What? But like. <laughs> Y'all, I can't really don't be realizing the stuff just go over my head because I just don't have time, mm-hmm. and because I'm a little slow. And you've been like that since you were five. <laughs> I keep yo. All right, so anybody, so I know we're, it's okay. We, we're talking. Look, every time me and Randy's parents end up sitting for a long enough time, I get a news story about how <laughs> Randy was like. Just this kid, just a bad kid. I wasn't bad. You was a bad kid. Okay, I wasn't bad. All right. They don't give you bad kid stories. They don't. You, that's what you're telling me right now? They don't. My- All right, so the last story I heard, um, Randy's father was in an accident. My. When he was younger. Babe, why <laughs> and are you Randy, telling this story? And, no, it, somebody was talking about this story and it came up. And Randy and her dad, I, I told good, you, so we were talking about, about this one. Then I'm bring up the one with your mom. Mikey, we don't have time. We do have time. <sighs> Some stuff is happening. They get to enjoy a little extra talk today. Fine, All fine. right. Randy and her dad was shooting the dozens. You we know, was, just talking back and we forth. We were throwing about each Jones other. back and just forth. Just joking. You know, this is this is when Joni was how we would refer to it. Say it was Joan, right? Randy is going at her dad. Her dad says, What, Randy? He got an accident and I called him something. I won't say what it was. I'm going to say what it is. I just want to know what you said first. I don't know if it would trigger him. I don't know if he would care. Randy basically started talking about this man's physical appearance in a way that <laughs> was not funny. not funny. It Y'all, wasn't funny. And I was laughing so hard and didn't realize Randy he wasn't like, laughing. This really innocent kid and don't see nothing she do wrong. And this ain't not the first story I've heard about Randy <laughs> saying reckless shit to her dad and thinking that it was okay. Because the last story she told me, she just got slapped. And that oh, was yeah. like the end of it. I got slapped. So what happened as a result of this joke that you made? I got my butt beat, but only because I couldn't, I didn't tell him what I said. Like they were like, what you say? The the whole, I guess their motive was to have me say what I said and to then understand why it wasn't nice. But we mm-hmm, were joking. But you were laughing think, too much. But I was laughing so hard, y'all. I forgot. You ever forgot what you was talking about? No. I forgot. <laughs> you be full of shit. <laughs> no. You do. Mike, no. Mike, why would you I? You can't tell me you just made a Mike, joke and you just said the Mike, words. You just said the exactly words. That's exactly what they said. And then you start laughing. But why would I take a beating for that? Because you just thought you got to die with Randy, the lie. We won't beat you. Mike, when my mom, she used to give us an option. You want to be on punishment? You want to get your ass beat? Mm-hmm. I always took a punishment. You got don't you. have to give me an option. Uh-huh. I will never you take the, the ass beating. And I want other people to answer, but I'm answering anyway, I ain't never laughed so hard that I Mike, instantly I was forgot laughing so I hard because I was like, ha, ha, ha. They was like, what you say? I can't even fucking remember. <laughs> anyway, I got my ass beat and my sister, Brianna, had to tell me what I said. And I was like, oh. And it always sounds like something Randy would say. Basically, I'm worried about what is going to happen when my child turns four. How did we get on this? We're talking about a list. Because I don't we made the list. Yay. Why are you right. bringing this up? <laughs> yeah, I'm working on myself. <sighs> Call to action. Be sure to check out our website, <laughs> www.blackmillenniummarriage.com. Yes. We are still available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Rate us. Five stars, please. We have just made 200 
ratings on wow. iTunes. Wow. I know that's like not like a crazy a number, look, but it's a nice look. number. It's a solid number for some. If somebody some is looking for us from Atlanta, who ain't had nothing, who don't got nothing, and who just you know here we building, building from scraps from the ground. Two hundred uh, to me is two million. It's a lot. So we really appreciate it. And they're like, if people are actually like rating, they're not just like rating us; they're reviewing, which so is like really nice. And it's like honest feedback, and I appreciate yeah. it. And y'all listen. And you only did five stars. So because you're the best. if you don't like us, I promise you, I don't keep up with people I don't like. Mm-hmm. I don't go find someone I don't like and rate them. People do that. I you just know that, right? don't. I just leave them alone. Really? Unless I feel like it is my right. Like God to is propelling. tell you propelling? to stay is away. Like if God is like. Compelling. Yes. Yes. Unless I feel like I need everybody to stop dealing with this person. This is why I don't review books. Mm-hmm. Unless they're good, like unless they're good ratings, I'm just like that's nice of you because it's subjective. So you're not one of those people that goes in the Amazon um, ratings no. and be like one star because the tape on the packaging that it came in was a little loose. No, even though the product, I think people just are fine. crazy. <laughs> I think people are crazy. Follow us anyway. on social media, <laughs> on Instagram. We are Black Millennial Marriage. On Facebook, we are Black Millennial Marriage Podcast, and on Twitter, we are at underscore the Chapman. Leave us a voicemail at 770-750-4098. Again, that's 770-750-4098. And while we're there, y'all can also send us emails at blackmailmare at gmail. That's B-L-A-C-K-M-I-L-M-A-R at gmail. Mikey, you can This is why people don't know how to email us because you be doing this shit when I'm trying to... Yo, watch your toe. That was sexy. Don't do that. Don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah, we're in a good mood because we're in a good mood. Well, Granny's upstairs taking care of Doc right now. Mm -hmm. I just made iced coffee for the first time and that shit is fire. And y'all, this is our last episode until September. We are going on a little mini break. Because you know, if you heard the Give Me a Break episode, we're doing 10 episodes to the public and we're taking a break. We've actually done more because Patreon also gets episodes. We will be on Patreon. We will not be out in the public and it will give you time to catch up and miss us and we'll be back in september ready to roll and hopefully with some new stuff we're working on yes so you guys will receive this episode and then we're taking the month of august off yep be back when i'm 27 <laughs> Woo! with some brand new sh- because leo season no one cares shut the fuck up oh i'm sorry thank you it's leo season <laughs> <laughs> yes Okay. Season for pussies. Mikey. Yes, pussy. Cat. Rare. <sighs> Y'all, before I... <laughs> I don't even know. Well, what are we... I'm going to have to edit so much. <laughs> no, you won't. Stop. This is fun. All right. So, listen to feedback. Yes. Thank you to yes. everyone who enjoyed um, our episode for Do You Want to Code? Yeah, so You Want to Code. And our family dinner, We were those are the two episodes we were both like... Eh, a little nervous because it's like off the... off What we normally do. Yes. Um, um, which gave us some insights to some things that we want to do moving forward. And so. that what y'all like. Y'all are weird. And that's cool. Which is like us. Which is kind of cool. Yeah, we fit. We belong together, y'all. We belong to, You got to stop doing that to where I like can sing it. No more coffee for you. This shit is great. No more coffee. Okay, got you. I so, made iced coffee, y'all. We have some listener feedback before we go into the music, into the episode. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And a voicemail. And they're both from the same Patreon supporter who has some words for us. Now, I already done told her she was right. Because she was. What'd she say? I don't remember. But she only halfway right. Okay, this was the message said. Okay. She said, hello, it's Ebony again. Did she write a whole bunch of O's? Yes. Got you. Whenever I read, y'all, I'm reading how people write. Got you. 
Hello. <laughs> Don't why you do your hands like that. Okay. It's Ebony again. I just finished listening to the So You Wanna Code episode. Although I'm not into coding, I felt smart just listening to y'all speak about really? it. I love, love, love y'all and the content you provide. It has birthed lots of conversations between my husband and I. Anyway, that's not why I'm writing you. I actually have a bone to pick with you two or a fight or flight, if you will. Nah, I'm straight. So Let's here go ahead and go. go to the next feedback. Here we from, go. It's the same I'm page choosing as to fly. It's the same. You don't even know what she's talking about. Okay. Actually, Let's do. Fight, I didn't tell Ebony. you what this was. At the beginning of this episode, you all played a voicemail from a young lady named Nicole and Randy. Said something about how you only receive voicemails from either her or Monica. And yes, Mikey, you agree. Now, I'm not sure which episode it was, but a while ago, I left you all a voicemail. It was so long ago, like 2000 BC or something. I remember. I don't really remember the details because y'all played me to the left. But I do know that Randy was complaining about something Mikey does and she asked if anyone else's husband does the same. I felt that complaint in my spirit. So I had to leave a voicemail. And wouldn't you know, these fools ain't even play it. Jesus. So yeah, I'm gonna need y'all to run that back and put some respect on my voicemail. Seems to me the only real nigga over there is Drew. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna let y'all make it because Uh, I know y'all are sleepy as fuck, but still, ain't gonna be no fighting clean if this happens again. mm. Let me know if y'all are fighting this or fleeing, and I will be listening closely too. L M A O, love y'all bye. So let so nah nah. uh, You want you wanna you wanna you 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 got this you go. Now you ready B? (laughs) <laughs> you, what you want to do? <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to fight and fly. Got you. This is why. So we're just going to hit one time and then run away. Like so we ain't doing I looked at the voicemail. Uh-huh. We played this voicemail. Was right? it the voicemail that didn't sound right? No, no. This, okay. this one was fine. Got you. What this happened? This was the one. Her voicemail was about the cursing. I was like, Jasmine Jones taught me how to curse. Mm-hmm. She had a voicemail about the same thing. She was like, gotcha. it must be the same Jasmine Jones. I remember. But it wasn't about something your husband did that's the only thing uh, and we couldn't remember we couldn't figure out which episode to put it on we were like do we put it in the beginning do we put it at the end we want to put it at the end because we know y'all not going to the end so we were just like what are we gonna do <laughs> <Randy>. okay <laughs> so she is right about that i'm mm-hmm. fighting because you got the content of the voicemail wrong okay that's your fight i read the transcript okay. and i'm yeah. lying because we didn't play it but i'm also fighting it because we didn't say that we only get voicemails from them mm-hmm. they are just the most consistent ones got you and so and that's part one of my fight um is that they do it a lot and it's not that we didn't hear it everything we we love you we appreciate you because you always got to lead with love right but all of the next jabs i'm taking you is just pure hate right first of all nah you know how you'll somebody leave a whole message and you're just gonna reply to it with i'm straight on all that mikey because i'm gonna like dive into it because i ain't hear none of what you said except one thing that i really got to respond to mikey drew is not the only real nigga in this house like no no i don't no no real niggas birth real niggas Oh my God. So that makes me and Randy the realest ones. She is too, by association. And that's it. You Thank were you, right. Ebony, we for your wrong. feedback. You were wrong. You're big. And we were right. And you're we're small. small. And, and we are big. Nothing and there's nothing that it. you can do about it. But continue to leave us a voicemail at 770-750-4098 and we will play it on future episodes. And because we owe you, Ebony, we're about to play your voicemail right now. <laughs> we hope you enjoy. Hi, Mikey and Randy. My name is Ebony, um, Ebony Tucker, and I'm in Houston, Texas. I'm actually, right now, I'm not finished with the episode. I'm listening. I'm a Patreon subscriber, so um, I'm listening to the episode you guys just uploaded, the unedited version. Anyhow, I just wanted to say that there must be 
another Jasmine Jones in the world because I am originally from Las Vegas, Nevada, and I was in the third grade. I know Randy said she was in the fourth grade when Jasmine told her she was sick of her not cursing, so she started. I was in the third grade, and I had a group of friends, and it was another girl. Her name was India, but she had to be kin to this Jasmine Jones or something because she said pretty much the same thing. And I am here to tell you, I have been cursing like a sailor since the third grade. And I cannot, I have tried multiple times to stop cursing. So keep hope alive, baby, because I am on this struggle with you. That's all I want to say. I'm going to keep listening to the rest. I might be calling back because I'm sure there's something else I probably have to say. This is my first voicemail that I'm leaving you guys. And I love y'all so much. Me and my husband listen to you guys so much, so much. And, um, I just, I'm so happy for y'all. Happy anniversary. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Now check it out. Now look, the apple don't fall far from trees, right? I'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees, like. And if I'm ripping it, what I'm so with my seeds, like. Now check it out. Y'all, the whole time we playing this voice, my Mikey's like, we, we heard this. We didn't put this. We No, we didn't. Thanks, Ebony. Thank you, Ebony. <laughs> We're sorry. Randy's sorry. My- and her and Drew will never do it again. I'm tired. You just be, I'm tired, Mike. I started off with energy, mm-hmm. dealing with you. Well, usually our fight or flights come to some sort of conclusion. So how this is going to conclude is Ebony can come to us with an apology now. And then we could be cool. <laughs> Some PDA know what she did. Thank you so much. For sticking with us, for joining Patreon. We appreciate it. We gonna, I'm going to flee. I'm going to ultimately flee. And you know how I fight, so. <laughs> All right, babe. It's you. All right. This is episode 56 of the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. <laughs> bad dad, good husband, bad wife, good mom. This episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash BMM and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash BMM to get started today. If you need some recommendations, I got you. Born a Criminal by Trevor Noah. One of my favorite comedians. I really am just interested in reading this book, but I don't have time to read it, so I'm just going to listen. Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert T. Kiyosaki. This is just one of those books that I've always heard you're supposed to read. And I'm a dad and I'm poor, but I want to be rich. But I think that's not what the book is about. I don't know. So I'm going to listen. But again, you don't have to download these selections. Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audio books, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more for le- from leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. So download your free audiobook today. Go to audibletrial.com slash bmm again that's audibletrial.com slash bmm for your free book all right <laughs> good job babe you are stupid you're stupid i i i just want to be honest with you about how i feel about you i love you you did great thank you but you dumb as hell you hey, married really me. i know so who's dumber the chicken in this episode, we are going to talk about we're going to talk about a recently inspired conversation that we had um, coming off of a video that Randy watched from YouTube family that we love. Yes, um, y'all know we are Patreon supporters of Belief in Fatherhood, mm-hmm. and when this video popped up, I was like, "Oh, I got some time." Drew sleep. So we're going to give a little bit of context without giving away that story because you should definitely go check it out. You know, we have, like, other things. Yeah. We're going to wrap it all up with a fight or flight and mm-hmm. end it off with some much appreciated, always needed 
PDA before we go on this hi- hiatus. Yeah, this break. Yeah. To get rested, to get more online, to mm-hmm, give y'all mm-hmm. content for September. But before we get into any of that, we have to start off with our love story. Yeah, we do. And Randy has a special one for you all today. I do. And this love story is from Susie, Robbie, if you're listening. And it's about y'all. And I'm going to get into it. Share. So, some context. Mm-hmm. So, Susie and Robbie are Patreon supporters. Okay. And we actually mentioned them, like, last year. She sent in the email. Anyway. We've been in contact. She sent the Patreon message and then she sent the email. So basically it's their anniversary and she wanted us to surprise him and she wanted to share their love story as a gift for him. So like, just be heard. Got and you. Told. And us. And, yeah. And our listeners. Right. I'm looking forward to this. And she attached a picture on their, for their late honeymoon. They took a late honeymoon. Okay. To Jamaica last month. And so we have that picture. We'll post it on Instagram. Congratulations. With your consent, which I think you've given us in this email. Uh, so, yeah. Robbie, this is for you. I'm going to read it, how she wrote it. Susie, I didn't make any type of updates or edits. It was perfectly written. Thank you so much. She loves you, Robbie. <laughs> she does. All right. So I'm going to get started. So in 2009. Mm-hmm. Best year ever. The year Mikey graduated. High school is not about you. I was a junior at the University of Nebraska. <laughs> okay. I was pretty quiet and shy for the first couple of years, but by the start of junior year, I had decided to spread my wings. Part of that included designating myself as a Black People Welcoming Committee. Not a real thing. <laughs> it is. Robbie was a freshman and remembers sitting in the dining hall waiting for his friend to come back from the buffet line when he first saw me. I don't remember this, but according to Robbie, I walked up to him and said, You don't have to sit alone, you know. There's a bunch of us sitting in the back. I don't remember this, but it's definitely something I would have done. Anyway, Robbie says he fell in love with me way back then. We didn't get together in college. He dated someone. I graduated. I was dating someone. Somewhere in there, I found out that he had a big crush on me. I moved to Houston for a year. Robbie graduated with a degree in graphic design. I moved back to work for the university, but Robbie had left the college town and moved back to our hometown an hour away. Fast forward to to 2017, I moved back to our hometown. Robbie and I were friends on Snapchat, and I saw that he was running a lot. He looked extra good. I hit him up and asked him if he wanted... Smart, (laughs) Robbie. Smart. Receipts. Data. Look at me. I'm fit. Oh, no, no. Not even. You know, just... I know what runners. Yeah. Probably a fisherman out here. I hit him, hit him up with a little bit of bait and asked if he wanted to go running together. When of course. I got settled in. <laughs> this was me shooting my shot. LOL. I hosted a game night at my at my new place shortly after. Robbie had a bunch of our friends. Robbie and a bunch of our friends were invited since we were always in the same circles. There were major vibes. I definitely had a crush on him, but my friend noticed him too. And when she asked me about us, I played it cool. Didn't stake my claim. Big mistake. Her and Robbie. Oh, no. <laughs> her and Robbie ended up hanging out, which got back to me. Robbie kept asking about running together, but I dodged him. Eventually, we met up at a park to talk. I told him how I didn't want to get in the middle of anything and didn't want to be involved in any drama. He likes to tell people that I broke up with him on our first day. LOL. <laughs> anyway, a few months of going back and forth about my feelings for him, I eventually admitted to myself that it was much harder to be away from him than it would be to be on- than it would be not to be, to be honest. Once we stopped playing around and started dating, everything went 100 miles an hour. We met each other's families, hung out all the time, and generally couldn't stay away from each other. 
We stay up on Skype talking for hours late into the night. I never felt more comfortable with another man in my entire life. He Mm. honestly blew me away. We started dating in October, went public on New Year's, and in February told our family, told our parents we planned to start pre-marriage counseling. We got engaged on Memorial Day weekend and married eight weeks later. This year has been amazing. I don't regret anything. What type of first year y'all had? That's this sounds so mature. This is a really great story. It is. As we well, it's because they wasted mad time. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so naturally. By the time you get together, it's great. As we approach That's our one up. year anniversary on July 28th, I just feel full of gratitude. He's the most kind, caring, and considerate man ever, and he's not afraid to really love me. My life has only gotten better since we committed to going through life together. That was really nice. Congratulations. Happy anniversary, Happy y'all. anniversary. Y'all did it. Year one. Susie, that was sweet. It was. It Thank was. you so much for trusting us with your story and letting us put it out there. Robbie, give us some head. Y'all go have fun. Susie, Happy anniversary. give him some head. <laughs> Happy anniversary. <laughs> Robbie, my boy, my guy. Hey, Mikey. I'm proud of you. Nah, he, he did everything right is what it sounds like. <sighs> Keep up the good Sound work, like man. Some mess you put me through. What you talk about? Oh, Robbie did friend. great. You know, y'all, Mikey put me off on his friend. Because I was trying to save you. He put me off on his friend. I was trying to save you. And then Susie get mad when him. his friend want to talk. And then you got mad. I didn't get mad. Mikey, you didn't, didn't get mad? I didn't get mad. What'd you get? Uh. <laughs> What'd you get? I was, I, was, I was bothered. I didn't realize or think about why it was bothering me, but I was bothered. Because mm. then I started realizing... Like how y'all just didn't look good together? We didn't. I was like, this don't work. It don't. It didn't. I was like, he lame. So like, he'll take care of you. <sighs> but it just don't look right. You are horrible. What? That's how I felt. I know, baby. And <laughs> we are into the episode. Okay. <laughs> Thank you again for that love story. Thank you. We hope y'all enjoyed that. All right. Main topic, my love. Oh, what are we doing? What's happening? You All right. Episode. Yeah. Main topic. Mm-hmm. So parenting is rough. Yeah. Doubt, discomfort, discombobulation are taking a toll. Yeah. And so we wanted to talk about how that's affecting us as spouses. Right. Normally when we have any episode that's regarding like baby stuff, it's only in our minis. And those are like only the Patreon episodes. But, you know, things bleed into other areas. Right. And we felt like this was more of a spouse marital relation Than a kid type. combo. Right. And it's really long. And minis are notoriously short because mm-hmm. they are minis. So, so yeah. we're just really just going to get into it. Okay. Um, we'll give a little bit of backstory. Yeah. So Randy watched the rebirth story of Belief. I'm going to give a quick background real quick. Um, for those who don't know, Belief is the gentleman whose music play that we play for our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a YouTube channel, really great content, beautiful little ch- chocolate babies. He recently released a video of his youngest child's birth. Yes. And he was not there for the birth of the child. It is probably one of the greatest videos I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, we watched um, it through Patreon. It was a movie, man. It was extremely it was, it was emotional. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot. And I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, try, I'm, I'm not trying to under or over whatever. It was a lot. Yeah. Um, and please join his Patreon or look at YouTube. I think it's up there to um, see the full story of that. A cut down version of it. Yeah. It is yes. Long. But because he wasn't able to do it, he spoke with the doula midwife midwife and she suggested doing a rebirth rebirth, Mm -hmm. which was essentially he and his wife and the baby and the birth pool yes and just like just re doing it yes the whole birthing experience randy and i just watched that well i've already seen it but we watched it randy just watched it with me yes 
I just want to be clear that I'm a good Patreon supporter. Randy. <laughs> Go ahead. Anyway, we just watched that. That's the point I'm making. Uh-huh. And it just kind of inspired this conversation. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, this, oh, what's up? No. So my first watch was like the reason I brought this to my kid because I realized there were some things. There were things that mm-hmm. we had to discuss. And I'm really interested to see how now that you have seen it, how it impacts this conversation. Because when we had the production meeting, you hadn't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. Is that clear? Yeah. Okay. So, um, it started with you relating to Yvette's story. Yes. So now that we're about to do this, I can see what you mean in a production meeting, how this could be all over the place. And I'm mm-hmm. trying, I want, y'all know I like my structure. We're going to keep it as my cohesive as we can. My but for some reason, they like when we just be talking so. So, okay. Oh, no. I'm feeling emotional. I swear, I, I don't know what's wrong with me. It's okay. So, Randy started saying that she. To expressing to me how she related to Yvette's story right. without giving away much of the video. So share the part that you felt for. Well, the birth story was not like theirs. You were there. Mm-hmm. Mikey was very intent. Like he was there. Like and like belief has been there for all the other kids. He um, has. They have four children. Um, he was there for all three of the first kids' birth. Um, yeah. He's a very active father. He is exactly what I feel. Yes. And what I want to and work to be. Um, and what I think makes for a good father, just actively trying right, and doing the most and showing up for your kids. Right. Um, and so, so that's one of the reasons why this hit him so hard. And I don't necessarily relate to the birth story because that wasn't my story, obviously, mm-hmm. but it did cause me to reflect on postpartum. Mm-hmm. And so as everybody knows, which you heard the last episode, so you want to code, Mikey hasn't been here. Um, he's here when we record. He goes out a lot. The bulk of the podcast work has fallen on me. The bulk of the caregiving work for drew has fallen to me because he got to work you know um he's been in class he's it's, it's a lot and it's not like a excuse but it's like it's any it, we've had a lot of people respond to our episode who have done similar programs or are, or who are web developers and they get it and so it was really hard it has been a rough three months mm-hmm. emotionally and postpartum wise we've had help But I related to her at one point in the story, and I haven't seen the actual public version, so I hope I'm not giving too much away. I've just seen the Patreon version. We'll share what she said, just not all of it. Um, So at one point she says that she, you know, while she wasn't upset with Glenn and she didn't feel abandoned or neglected, when she looked back on the picture of the birth story, she could, she, like, it was, his absence was very clear. Absence was very clear because he wasn't there. Yeah, she said Um, she realized it during the day. However, looking at the picture is just... Right. Hit her different. Right. And that was how, that is how I feel now. Mm-hmm. Or like how I was feeling before the program ended. Being able to, now we're on the other side of the class, you're you're able to like look back and see. And see how gone you were. Well, I can speak up now. Um, <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. This is part of the reason why it was so hard for me. Is because I, these are the, cause just because of how I was living it, because you are or were so wrapped up in what's happening with our daughter and you in the space and everything that's going on, you were seeing it from the perspective of someone who's like living it and I have to just kind of work through it. Right. Um, and she, she mentioned that how like Glenn for her is a, is a source of strength. And I, mm-hmm. I didn't realize even with the vulnerability episode, like, Obviously, how much I depend on you. I have a bad day. Like, I come home. Mikey's like, come lay down. Or like, 
you homie or you talk affirm me, me or you talk to me. me. And yeah. I didn't really get that um, the first three months with you. Like, I mean, honestly, when you're home, you're talking. We're on the podcast. We got PDA, which is why PDA is so important to us because sometimes, y'all, that's that's the only time <laughs> we telling each other something nice or we got the time to. But, um, and I, I really needed you um like in a way that I wanted to need you right like I really wanted you in the way that I wanted you in the way that I am used to having you and it it was hard parenting is hard motherhood is hard something you can't be here for um and it's not even just you being gone on a day right because regular work days that's fine but mm-hmm. the coding program and having to drive lifts and all that you have irregular non-traditional hours like historically I could, I'd worked three or four jobs and I'd still have all the time in the world for Randy. Cause, um, cause I can't, or just us. I would, just... I would, I could create that. Um, but with this, with the program, it just wasn't possible with all the other things that had to be done. And it did take me away and, and having to literally drive for bills. Like we can only push car note and car insurance around so much. <laughs> they gotta be paid rent, you know? And so, it was different when you had like the full-time job and you were just driving live as like a extra or as whatever. But anyway, I had, I, I had to tap into something inside of me to get through because I couldn't, which is why now when you're home and you see me like holding Drew and like trying to open this bottle and do all this stuff, you're like, Randy, I can help you. But I'm so used to having to do it by myself. I forget to ask for help. So, and so we have a list here. Yes. Um, again, the title is bad dad, good husband. Bad wife, good mom. Right. Um, so we're starting with bad dad. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Sorry, gonna, I went off on No, no, page. it's okay. I, well, I, w- I was trying to say that while this is a large part of why I carried so much guilt, um, I, not past tense, I'm working on it, but carry so much guilt is because even while carrying the workload that I'm carrying, I still recognize how hard your load is to carry. And all I'm doing all day while I'm away is figuring out what I can do the moment I step foot in here to try to take something away from you. Um, and it's hard when I see you maneuvering and doing things with your hands. And you mentioned very often like, Oh no, I, I know how to do this with one hand. This is just what I have to do. Like, and sometimes it can even come across as like, you're not really having much patience with me trying to do stuff because like, cause you can do it. You, you've been practicing, you've been working on this thing. And it like saddens me because you shouldn't have had all of this practice by yourself. I have to say sometimes like, you know, you're not like a single mom. You're not alone. I know most of the time you have had to be, but in this moment I'm here. So and use me. Right. And it's, no, it's you're difficult. Right. And we, and y'all know we have a really great family. Um, But as y'all know, I'm also currently staying at home working from home in terms of like the podcast and writing, but I'm at home and people have regular traditional jobs, you mm-hmm. know, um, Mikey's mom is a nurse. And so her hours Best are, nurse in the world. are all over the place, you know, yep. um, even though we're here and my mom is in South Carolina, you know, she's not really, but she's like two hours away from South Carolina. <laughs> Girl, she's she far. This? <laughs> I know, but I, um, and then also in, in, in one point in the video, she goes, you know, at one point she didn't want to be touched on the birth. And she mm-hmm. was like, I just want, she wanted her husband and sometimes that's all I want and it used to make me so mad I used to get have so much rage when I would have 
everybody else around. I was like, I really just want Mikey here. And, you know, my sister come and stay and Mikey took the sofa and she take the bed because he got to get up and she don't. And we be in the bed together, me and Bree. And I'm just like, I want my husband in this bed, you know. Yeah. It used to make me so mad, not at her, but just at what it is. And so, um, and so what I'm saying is I know that I had like support. There were options and things. But sometimes y'all, it was just like, I'd rather have what I want or just do it myself, you know, be by myself. Um, Cause I just felt like I, I was, I just had a lot of anger. So bad dad um, to me. And I kind of want you to tell me what you think of this also mm-hmm. while we have it. But um, what it is to me and why I feel this describes me um, again, guilt is something I'm really good at mm-hmm. um, shame. It's like a skill. I, I want to be present. And to me, being present literally means being there. I spoke to my therapist and we talk about these things, but um, I haven't really gone in depth about it. To me, a present father would be the opposite of what mine was. I remember my father up until I was three. I remember visiting him when I was 10 in prison. I remember hearing from him again in between those times with birthday cards um, once a year in February and called sporadically. And then again, like after I was 10, I heard from him again when I was 18, when he was about to be released. And that's it. Like, that is like, like, I don't, I don't think you get more absent than that unless you just like were gone from birth. Mm-hmm. But that was, that's something that I dealt with or deal with. That is to me what being an absent father is, is just, just choosing not to actively pursue being in your child's life. And I feel like I've been a bad dad because I have all these things taking me away from y'all all these things and because of that i'm always trying to find creative ways of like supplementing that like you know randy needs help let's call someone to come be around but i don't i don't want that honestly like while i enjoy i love your sister and i want her to be around but i want to be around just Mm -hmm. you know just like as you said before but but i can't and the reason why i can't is because like i've brought us to this place (laughs) you know i'm uh saying this is this is my thinking this is why i think that I've been a bad dad. Like, yeah, um, I'm providing enough to get us by, but it just seems like, like I see my steering, I hold my steering wheel more than I've held my child. Like that is, that is truth. Um, I spend more time talking to strangers than I do my wife. That's a fact. I spend more time in my car than my home. That is a fact. I'm away. Um, I am absent. <laughs> I am, I, I don't feel present. Even with me being away for, things at home to be good i don't i don't feel like like i my therapist broke it down to me like this like i i am more than just what i provide financially for my family right which is what i tell you all the time it is and i hear those words i do and i just feel this i just feel something in the pit of my stomach sometimes and those words just kind of like i don't know like they just fade behind all the yeah but like your daughter lights up less and less when you hold her or she's she still scans you because she don't really like know who you are sometimes but you be kissing all over her like y'all friends or that's how you interpret it baby that's not what it is i know i get it this is it's just this is this is how i feel um I've given my daughter three baths and she's four months old. I just don't get the opportunity for that time. And 
It just sucks. And before I can even let it register on like an emotional level or like feel something towards it, I really got to like go get up my car or I have to go, you know? Yeah. Like even like we're recording this, but I have to go yeah. like after, you know? So it's, but you capture like these really great pictures of us. Cause y'all are great together. And it makes it look like I'm like here. Because when you are here, you are here, Mike. That's I what I tell you. When you you do a really great job of being here, when you are here, you're not here thinking about, at least not not actively, not with her. I know you be dog tired, but you still hold her. You tell her these crazy ass stories, like you told her story of Pocahontas, but you mix it with Avatar, <laughs> which is wrong. It was wrong. I told her the. It started off with the story of. Um, it started off with the story of Pocahontas. I was talking about John like, Smith. Pocahontas on Pandora. taught John Smith how to say what you said. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> nah, I said, um, Natiri was trying to teach John Smith how to say goodbye, and she said, Wingapo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's like, what it is. And I'm like, Mikey, shut up. Shut up. Put this baby down so she can go to sleep. I think the, um, well, no, when I'm here, I, I'm here. I am here. I don't even, even if we're arguing, I just, I'm just glad to like be talking, be in your air. Honestly, like it's like, yeah. And I, I know that can sometimes be frustrating because you know, you want to like, we're, we're fighting, right? Or we're like, we're trying to have a conversation, but I'm just staring at you. Yeah. But I just be staring at the road all day. Like, or I, I just, it. like, it's so, so and not only do I feel like I have to be, but that's just, that's just me. That's what I would be doing. If I was here. So good. Um, good husband, though. How is that? <laughs> you think you're doing a better job for yourself? Like, by your standards? To me, a good husband is someone who is loving and supporting of his wife um, and is doing what he's supposed to do for his family, which can sometimes clash, like I said, with, with being a dad. I think as husband, as has quote-unquote head of household as in that area according to the standards of what like a what like you know like he ain't out here cheating he out here providing he's out here trying he's family centered he like like those things like i think that right like i check off like the good boxes um but even in doing those things, I feel like I fall short as far as what I provide to my actual wife. Not what I provide for you, but mm-hmm. to you. Um, I don't think I fill you up like I used to. Um, not feel. Like no, fill I get you. No, um, it. And that saddens me. You know, I I enjoy putting that time into you. Uh, it makes me happy when I can like sit and you got your legs up and I'm just like saying stupid jokes and I'm seeing how far my stupid joke can like drag. Mm-hmm. Um, like normally after a while, a joke like dies down, but like if I can keep you laughing and like I get you snorting, then like I'm satisfied <laughs> mm-hmm. with life, you know, but you know, when, when do we have time for that? Or uh, I want you to like, I feel like you can't get in your head about things bad. If like, we're working on things and things are good at that moment. You know, like if I'm mm. like rubbing you down and give you a massage and you're like actually feeling relaxed with some music playing or you can read a book, you know, like something, then I think that's time that you're not feeling bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Like I'm actually trying, like, like literally lifting you up. I don't feel like I've been able to do that or that I have, um, which has caused just clashes and 
arguments and Clashes, misunderstandings. Arguments? Like, we know that half the time, not even half, it's more than that. When we're arguing, the thing that we're talking about isn't what we're arguing about. It's right. like, yo, like, I ain't seen you in a fucking month. Like, it's, it has nothing to do with... The toilet paper being put backwards instead of forwards. We have it. What actual <laughs> arguments and clashes are you talking about? Because that like, is not one. It's even. I don't know. It's just. It's the little ones. It's the. It's not. It's not even like direct arguments. It's like it's. It's you catch an attitude real quick, or we think the person caught an attitude, but they hadn't finished their sentence. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're just not around. It's we just the way that yeah. you said it. I can't even read you anymore. You know. And yeah. I'm not saying that to you. Like like no, you. I get it. Like and then I got to You know, I'm working on doubling back. Like the other day. Yeah, I could have started an argument with that. When I came home, I was trying to do something, but, but I, I was like trying to ask. I was trying to. T- I think I was trying to t- talk to you about a bill. Or yeah, ask you, you, you a were question. talking to me about like like um, the podcast. Like we have a schedule. There's some things that need to get done. But I literally came home after having a meeting with some people who were telling me that I am going to run myself into the ground, and that I need to get it together on some other levels, and I need to like figure it out and find balance and i'm thinking all right i have to take this energy home to my wife and we can discuss that but they were basically telling me like i'm not meeting my basic human needs you aren't and my first thought was all right i know i need water i know i need food but right now if i'm honest i need some time with my wife and my daughter like if i'm being completely honest i need that more and i can do the other things right after so my thought was i'm going to go home i'm gonna cook a meal my wife said she hadn't had breakfast. I'm like, all right, I'll make you a bagel, a breakfast bagel, and then I'll just make a lasagna. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to cook for us. I want to sit down, and I just want to eat a meal. That's it. And I want to spend that time with you talking about something other than what we got to do today, right. what task needs to be done, because there's always something. And it's always something that I got to hurry up and do. And the reason why there's always something is because I got to leave shortly after. There's only a couple of windows here and there where we can take care of these tasks before I got to go work. All right. Or go apply or go do something else, right? Um, so I come home of the mindset like, all right, I'm going to come in and I'm going to present this to Randy as like, hey, this is the thing I want to do and I'm just going to move forward. Randy has also been living her life during the day and was like, you know, when Mikey comes home, I got to talk to him about these Everything things we got to do. Yeah. Um, even if that wasn't like your number one thing, when you see me, now you're physically, you, you see me. Yeah. You hadn't seen me all day. And I think on that morning in particular, like you didn't wake up when I kissed you goodbye. I think it was like just it was a turn your head, like I feel you real quick, and that's like it. Like so, you hadn't seen me, but now that you can make eye contact, you're like, oh yeah, all of this stuff that I was supposed to do or we're supposed to do, has come to mind. And it's not even that you bringing it with the intention of like starting conversation purely about it. You're just like, oh yeah, so hey, remember we gotta do this and we gotta do this, and I just I stopped you. Yeah. But I, the way I did it, I was like, Randy. No. I, I can't remember how you did it, but you were, you. Were it was sharp. It was quick and it was sharp. And then you like walked away and I was like, okay. But the way that I walked away and the way you said, okay, I heard that I hurt you. But my entire point of coming home was to like bond with you because I don't, I, because we're, there's just disconnect. Um, and I heard that. And instead of being like, why you say, okay, like that, like, like, like just an argument because an argument can happen because we've, that's how they start sometimes. Mm-hmm. I just walked back over and I told you the point of me coming home. Like, I just want to do something nice for you because I need this. We need a meal. We haven't had time. If we can just get two, three hours of just just us, just let me eat with you. Let me do something with you, with our daughter and just something other than work. And you didn't drive that day. I didn't drive that day. Uh, which like you can't drive. That day was already hard. There were other things that were happening that day. You couldn't have driven that bills day. that weren't about to get met. There was just there was already all these stressors, and so you know I cried. I just I couldn't. It's just hard. 
it's hard to like maintain sometimes. And then looking at you, I'm just, I'm like, all I want is to like spend time with you. That's it. I was like, so just let me cook you this meal. And and you heard me. I did. You heard me and we ate. And that's, right. And that's, I guess, getting into the bad wife part because I can't, like I look at a calendar and all I see is like due dates for bills. That's all I see. Like they're not even like, that's all I see. So that's all I talk about. That's I literally wake up thinking about money and I go to bed thinking about money. And and like somewhere in between there, I'm like a mother and trying to be a good wife. But in terms of being a bad wife, I feel like a good wife is an assist and an assist in all the ways, emotionally, spiritually, sexually, financially. And while I don't think I'm doing well in any of it. Um, damn shame bringing no money. I mean, we do Patreon together. That's like three something. <laughs> you, and the most consistent check we get because you, you know, Drew is on Medicaid, baby Medicaid, Peach Care. You're doing, yeah, because I go in there and I sit in them long ass lines. It's okay. You handle it and your family has Um, insurance. But that's like the mom era. You know, like I feel like that's not really a wife thing. And I I, I haven't been feeling like, and then even even when you talk about me, um, when I brought that up to you, you're like, oh, you're an amazing mom. You never say I'm an amazing wife. Not lately. And I had noticed that. Like that's the only title I get. And we had, um, when we talked about that and you brought that up, I... I felt I felt ashamed because, again, my thinking from my perspective, it was like, just just say some, make sure I'm saying kind things. Right. And all I'm noticing, because we are apart for so long, is when we get together, I'm just seeing how an amazing wife you are. Because I'm wrapped up in how, I'm sorry, mom you are, because I'm wrapped up in how bad of a dad I am. So like I was like I have to tell you this. I was like, yo, you're doing a really great job with her. She loves you so much. Y'all, like she's so into you. Yeah. Cuz she is. You you can read her so well. You know what she wants. You know what she needs right now. You know it will soothe her. You know it will make her smile. She y'all y'all there's a connection there. And I'm thinking that, you know, like I need to make sure that I highlight those things. But also, we haven't really been much of a husband or wife to each other because we don't at least in the scale that, that we thought we were you know we did those episodes never gonna let you go and mm-hmm. like it was just never like, never a, gonna give you I never gonna give you up it's gonna be a bust it was a bust go back and, and listen and never i don't even know what episode up. that I was need to but to we it. were so like proud and we were gonna do all these things as spouses with this baby and we are failing i am failing and i feel like i just feel like a failure as a wife and my therapist told me that I'm trying too hard. She said I'm trying too hard. I'm overcompensating because I'm not working traditionally in the way that I'd always had. Um, I lost that job and I still like blame myself for it. I, you know, I still blame myself about the first baby in a sense. And I feel like all those mistakes and things are is what got us here. But like also everybody else tells us we're so normal. We get this feedback. It's so normal. Everything's yeah, it okay. Makes me sick. Y'all are okay. This is so normal. It don't feel fucking normal. It, does. it feels like <laughs> It feels fucked up. That's what it feels like. But um, every every small thing added to just makes it even worse. Like I just yeah, asking for favors and and I needing so I much. I used to right that part. I used to um be really confident about us. And what's crazy about that is <laughs> I still do. I'm living in this fantasy Thanks. where like I'm I'm delusional sometimes like it's and it's I guess no, cuz then when we get together in my mind 
I'm back like we never left, you know? And that's but, what it used to be like, babe. I mean, we're in college being long distance, and I used to get so excited to see you, and we get back together, and it wasn't like we spent a month apart or we spent two weeks apart. It's like we always been together. But the other day, um, we actually went to a listener event, our listener, Crescia. Hey, girl. Shout out, Crescia. She came down. Her sons. Um, yes. Her husband. It was great meeting y'all. She wrote a book, a poetry book, that we would talk to y'all about when we get back, but... And we went down there to support her because there was a uh, like a book event down at the Cobb Galleria here anyway. And that and that day, my mom kept Drew because we were staying up there with her. And we came back to the house to record So You Want a Code and to get some quality time together. And mm-hmm. my therapist was telling, telling me that I need to focus on quality instead of quantity because we're in a space right now where we don't have a, num- like no a set number amount yes. of like time together. So we have to make make it count when we are together and so this was our time and i felt so weird i felt so awkward and it made me so sad um, with you um because you 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 did you shared that and i and it was very because i felt like i i i'm proud of you obviously for I, had to I didn't explain say that to you why i was yeah being weird because i felt it felt like i had like i don't so when me and Randy go out, like we hold hands, we've been holding hands for how long? We've been together twelve years, too damn long. long but it just the fingers lock up weird at first. It just feels you know, and, and I watch other wives with husbands and kids, and it's not every wife, but it's it's wives that I see frequently, and their husbands go to touch them, and they kind of shrink away because they're not used to that touch. Married or not, and I vow I would never be that wife, you know, that I would like catch it before it happens. And that day I was that wife, like I didn't even know how to be touched, you know, by a man, you know, by by a spouse, because we hadn't had a, a long time since the five hours your mom gave us two months ago. Drew mm-hmm. was a month old, and month we didn't and realize this till like midday. And so I didn't know how to be with you, which made me feel really bad. Cause that's that's not like what wives do. Wives can like snap in and snap out, and they can be mom, and they can be mom, they can well, wife, and they like, can be. That's that's the expectation, and but I and I just feel like a mom, and so I feel like a good mom because I agree with you. Me and Drew are close, and it's not just breastfeeding, and you know, like she literally like y'all look like friends. It's, like it's nice. I really like her. You know, I'm not sure if I could be a parent to any other child but i really like drew and she's so interesting and we've had all this time together and it would make sense right that i i know her and i i I always wanted a daughter and i got her but i always assumed that like i don't know i got her and i wanted all of us to have time together but it's just been me and her and so i guess that's what happens you know when when you're with your kid all day and so I do feel like a good mom. She is easy to feel to figure out. I do feel in sync with her. And I used to feel the same way about you. And it doesn't feel it doesn't come so easily to me like it used to. I used to get you. It used to be like you say something and I know it's a joke. You say something, I know you for real. Now I don't know what the fuck you're saying. I'm just like, what? Jokes like, <laughs> turn into like, like why, why did you think you, that was a good moment right. to say that? I was like, well, you know, remember we used to. I kid. don't. And then that conversation happens like, oh well, I'm just bad at receiving jokes, and, and it's just and like I'm a bad flirt, and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing as a wife anymore. <laughs> and so I'm sorry, babe. 
You don't have to apologize. I know I don't have to. And I know you won't forgive me because you don't feel like it's like a thing that I'm doing wrong. But I am sorry because I envisioned myself as this wife that would get it right. And this balance of like being a wife and a mom and myself feels like I feel really lost. And I don't think I'm doing it well. And, you know, people send me like writing jobs and stuff. And that's great, y'all. But I don't know if any of y'all have stayed home with a child. And I'm doing the podcast mainly by, mainly by myself, you know, um, in terms of like putting it out. Like we record together and that's great. But like Instagram and everything else is like a very small microcosm of like what y'all see online is when Mikey is around. Like, I don't know how to explain that. Like, he's just not here. And anybody with kids in the village know that sometimes the village ain't available, you know? So a lot of the stuff is is unrealistic to do when it's just you. And so I am working to get out of this, but we have responsibilities and things and I feel responsible for it. And so it's just been really difficult. But after I did tell Mike that I was feeling weird about being around him by myself without the baby, without anyone else, we talked about it and it was fine. No? How do we get over that? Did I take I a shot? I think so. Did I do um, something? What? We did drink at some point. But it wasn't like a lot. I, I don't think it was a lot. It was literally like, you know, after you've poured most of the liquor out the bottle, but if you turn it upside down, <laughs> there was more on the inner walls so of the I don't bottle. think that it was liquid courage. I think it was just me being honest with Mike and him being gracious because yeah. he could have been mad at me about feeling weird. And you were expecting that. Well, it was it was the messages. Um there was a day we ain't talk. We just like texted for the first half of the day. Um Yeah. And you oh. were vulnerable and in your vulnerability you expressed I don't even know how this is going to go cuz you might just get mad again like last time. And I was immediately mad. <laughs> no, I was mad. Not at you. I know. I was just pissed. I'm like, fuck, like you can't stop i was like let's go ahead what i try to do i was like bro you wrong let's just start off with you're wrong right now mikey so if she feels that way then there's truth to it somewhere that's how she feels so i'm just not gonna respond from a place of anger i'm literally gonna reply to her message and you y'all now women out there (laughs) y'all ever send a man a text with a whole bunch of things and he respond to one thing he respond to one of the 50 things you sent him that's not what i do that's not even my mike Yes, it is. That is not what I do. Maybe we Babe. have so many messages. No, we do. Spanning back I'm not saying you do ever. it consistently, but my this I'm even saying it's my normal shit. response is peaceful. When I send you no, yeah, when I send you something, I get the okay, or like you'll send you'll respond to one of the things. I'm like, but there are three other points that I made in here. But when I bring it to you, like, oh, I was just trying to start a conversation. Randy, I say something. The thing back, is, sometimes there's room. Say, we can go bullet for bullet. We Mikey, can go point but for this point. Time, if y'all, there's space responded. in the conversation. I got to reply, one, because Randy's still asleep while I'm replying. So, like, I can actually just go back and forth with my messages. It takes some time. Yeah, because I it was a lot wrote of messages. the response real late at night. I wrote See, my text. So, it's different. So, I have room. I was like, I'm going to give her something different because what we've been doing is not okay. So, he responded, which I think to did everything help. To everything. In excess. And it was just very... Y'all ever got a text back that, like, it was very clear that they heard you? That maybe you don't even got nothing to say. Like, I at one point put the phone down and I was like, you know, I'm not mature enough to handle this maturity. So, <laughs> what? I'm gonna breastfeed this girl. I'm gonna go pee. I'm gonna eat some breakfast. Then I'm gonna go back and respond. So, that's what happened. But anyway, I think that did help because by Saturday, by that day that we got together, I was able to tell you I feel really weird being 
with you without Drew. And it felt like being with a stranger, to be honest. I know how to deal with you on the podcast. I know how to deal with you when we're around family. I know how to deal with you when the baby's around. But one-on-one time, just me and you, it's very unfamiliar. And you had used the analogy. You was like, you know, you and that cousin, y'all text, y'all talk, like, over the phone or, yeah. like, and then the family Long reunion happened. The reunion happened and, and it's weird. It's weird. And I responded like, no. Well, they don't have, he <laughs> don't like, have I had a cousin stuff. named Lana. She was my closest cousin growing up. Whenever we link back, it's like we never left. Right. Like, that's how I am with most of my cousins. Like, well, with everybody. But if your cousin live in the country and you live in the city, sometimes it's like that. Mm-hmm. But that's what it was for me. It just felt like this really unfamiliar person that I got to be along with and it's awkward. And I'd rather talk to you behind the screen because that comes easier. That's what and I'm just like, but we've been waiting to get, to get to this point together. when we came back. Like, I mentally have just been on pause yeah. since the last time we were great. And now I'm hoping that this is going to be the next time that we're great. So we are feeling this way for a lot of reasons. As y'all heard, obviously, the distance. But we also know we're not probably eating enough. We aren't drinking enough water. We're not taking care of ourselves. Basic human needs. There has been no sleep. Diet has been poor. So food physically we have not done the things that we normally do to keep our bodies up such as going to the gym and stuff we just started back that which you need um really stick to because we like working out y'all we are so fine when we fit we really are i don't talk about that right now and the sexual endurance but you remember that time we both lost weight and we had (laughs) sex and we just kept going do you remember that that was a great day and Mike, we just kept uh, going, and we stopped just for general purposes, just because just for the, it just, uh, the on principle. The yeah, <laughs> the like you know what? Maybe we should uh, maybe let's keep a good thing good. <laughs> <laughs> Take a nap. <laughs> that was about to be a twenty-four hour like <sighs> marathon type situation. I used to be Jesus Christ. That's all right. I'm coming back. We're coming back. I still got good, you know. I still got time in me. You, mm-hmm. you don't think so? No, I do. Your okay. face says otherwise. So we and know that, that there are factors. Otherwise. You're not gonna answer my question. What are you? What are you asking me though? Like I think I can still, I can still endure, because the spirit, Babe, the spirit, the spirit wants, is willing. It is. That's fine, but I, nah, Holmes. Well, obviously, by keep going, I mean you do most of the work. For <laughs> a larger portion than what how know, normally since go. I had this baby, he'd been making me ride more. Yep, yep. And that's neither here nor there. Okay. So we plan to combat all of these things or to like fix them somehow, find a nice rhythm, balance, some type of something. What are some of the things that we are doing to fight this or to keep fighting for us? I think the first thing was acceptance. Mm-hmm. Um we have to adjust some things that worked when we were younger do not work for where we are now and who we are now. Mm-hmm. Um, just being more intentional. Some sp- specifics about I was you know I start broad and then we I get into the do. specifics. I'm sorry, baby. Don't look at me like that. No, nah, I don't know what specifics. <laughs> you wrote it oh, down. We wrote it down. Ha. Finding Ooh, balance. <laughs> Lord. So we have to find balance. Yes. Um, because things means. have been so far off balance yeah, that my wife doesn't know how much I love her. That's not true at all. You see? That's see how off balance things are? I believe my wife doesn't know how much I love her. That's But it's okay. Okay. I see your point. There we go. I receive your point. Uh-huh. 
I throw it back at you with the you're wrong. You can throw it back at me. Mikey. I'm sorry. Your words. Good. <laughs> so I don't <laughs> know what finding balance. talking about this? What she said, they just, she just expect me to. Say something crazy. I think it was faith. I think it was faith. I don't know what finding balance necessarily means. I just know that it's something we're trying to attain. We are trying to. And sometimes we're just grasping at random things. Be a good wife and a good mom and a good husband and a good dad. And I think that starts with some grace. But more like, I guess not realistically, but like more like what we can do. So one of y'all know our podcast break again is coming up. We've done the 10 episodes really more because Patreon gets the minis and extra stuff. Mm -hmm. But like we've done the 10 episodes to the public and now it's time for us to like take a breather gather ourselves hard yeah like we Um, did last time more prepared great episodes again um and give people time to catch up right um so that break would definitely help us because it'll take away some of that like we'll still be recording because we need to learn how to like do that in advance but and we'll be closer it'll take away some of like the hustle like trying to drop this episode and try this extra stuff anyway therapy so we are both still in therapy. My therapist, I think I already said this, said to focus more on quality instead of quantity. And so that ties in with the effort to spend time. So usually when Mikey goes to the store or something, he'll go and will stay back. But I am learning to let Drew go up with her grandmother or with, with is usually one of her grandmothers and to go with Mikey. So while it's not like a date in terms of like the movies, we are walking the store together. Yeah, we went to Walmart together. It was nice. It was like, 10 p.m. It was it was nice to get out together, and I know I have to be like I know that I just want you around, and I have to understand that. Is like, that sad that Walmart was nice? No, I think that's just us figuring it out. Like, okay, Drew gets goes upstairs, or Drew Hayes with one. Yeah, of her but family it was the members. Walmart off Cascade, and we were happy. In there. I mean, the Walmart was sad, <laughs> but we were not. And okay. So, like, just finding an effort to spend time together. So, right mm-hmm. now, we're recording, and Drew is upstairs with her, Nala, her grandmother, because she's available, and she's willing, and we have to, like, start taking advantage of that. And she that. wants her grandchild. And she wants her grandchild. And so, like, just learning to take advantage of, of, like, those parts so that when it's time for both of us to get together, we can get together. And now, when we're alone, it doesn't feel weird mm-hmm. like it did that day. It doesn't feel like it doesn't make sense. And my therapist recommended outlets. Um, I need physical outlets. Yes. It's a it's a it's a need for me that's not being met. Right. I have to work out. Yes. Um, Health wise. Yeah, he's pre pre diabetic. I am pre pre diabetic. So he's not pre diabetic, but he before that. He almost. I'm right before danger zone. Like I'm a. Uh, I am approaching unhealthy, unhealthy. Really unhealthy. It's a lot of sitting. Yeah. And just inactivity. Yeah. Which is not okay for I. So. Or or us. Or us. Like in um, general. Because if you don't have an outlet, you know, when you get frustrated, it's good to like go run and go do things. Mm-hmm. Also, it's just good for your body in general. Yeah. I haven't done that in forever. Today was actually my first time going to the gym in over a year and yeah. a half. Very strange time for me. Yeah. I'm used to being a sexy dude. You still are sexy, there. Mike. Mm. Your butt's still the same. It's so juicy. Did you know I used to Bite. be like, I'll pick up the weights and while I'm walking with it, my abs would flex. Okay. That was cute. <laughs> now when I'm walking with the weights, my belly flex. 
and <laughs> you can see like my chest still does what my chest does mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. the belly look like it's not supposed to be there so and so cute. my abs is trying to flex She's under so flab like, randy sorry <laughs> i'm sorry baby go ahead i'm over here lifting stuff over my head and then my shirt gets stuck above oh, my belly yeah it's no. not cute so we decided to work out every other day with each other so I went yesterday. Mikey went today. I'm going to go tomorrow. Mikey's going to go Monday. And mm-hmm. then we're just going to like keep going. Yes. Until this becomes habit. Or because until I we're need... able to line up to where we can even have a gym day together. We haven't right. done that in a while. You know? We haven't. We we are great working out together. But I need time away. Mikey needs time with Drew. And he needs an outlet. And so this is the system we've come up with. Trying to create some equality here. What else, babe? Is that it? Just making more of an effort to spend time, such as the break. Also, Randy's birthday is coming up. Yeah. And Randy's birthday is a very great time for me because I get to celebrate her. So she gets to have a good time, too. Everybody wins. This is the first birthday I'm not so excited about. I don't know if anyone's into astrology or the Saturn return, but it's about my time. And I'm not ready for the struggle because I feel like I've been in the struggle because I'm living through Mikey's Saturn return. And Well, I'm going to do what I got to do to I'm make sure I make it a fun time. Uh, and it's just to me, it just feels like more money you got to make. You just got to make money. And I'm just like, let's Well, just you know, chill. I can make 300 do magic. Yeah. You can. Cause especially because I don't want nothing. You never do, but I make everything. So it's okay to want things, lady. Is it? I mean, I want things, but I kind of like shut that part of my brain off. I know, but we're working on restarting that part of your brain because yeah, I could very well be a highly employed person soon. So one of the things of terms of spending time together, like we spent five minutes where Mikey was like, Randy, talk about your birthday. There was no limitations. Not a lot to bring up money. Like what not if? a lot to bring up. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And this, and then this, and then this, and then this. I hadn't even thought about it. And it was beautiful because she smiled for a while. I did. All right. And um, redefining, readjusting this partnership. Yeah. So, you know, y'all, I think I'm learning as a new mom and as a wife, new wife still, because in a lot of cases, we're still considered new. Great wife, by the way. Thank you. Um, We great dad, by the way. Look at you. Y'all are cute. (laughs) I'm learning that I have to like readjust my goals because for instance, I readjusted my Fitbit goals because mm-hmm. I had my Fitbit goals based off this really fit life we were living before we got pregnant Same. and all that stuff. And it's just not that right now. So right now I've lowered my gym days to two days. It's just a goal. My my steps to 5,000, you know, and if I do more, that's great. And so for for us, I feel like I'm learning to like readjust my goals. So maybe we can't do like these crazy date nights, but I can go to the store with you every time you go. Yeah. And I can't like sit with you or we can't all ride together. Like, you know, you also need time with me, Drew and you. Cause you still like have a little bit of anxiety about driving with her. Alone, no, I'm right? better. It's about being alone with her. Right. Which I have to work on. Yes. Or driving alone with her, but I will exercise that more when you're away. Right. Yes. Adjusting. It's important. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to leg press at minimum 450. Yeah. It was um, a lot. Real sexy. You know, but Bye. now, <laughs> Today, I went in there, you know, quick little 30. It's um, okay, babe. You know, it's all right. Building up strength. Slowly, but slowly. Things are different with Drew, but it doesn't mean that they're impossible. Right, and she's so much fun. We have stated our desires, and so now we just need to work to help meet what the other one is asking for. What are you asking for? Time with you. I'm okay. asking for your patience. 
um, asking for you to release yourself of expectations that you've placed on yourself or that our situation has placed on you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm asking for you to relinquish some of that stress on you because I, I hate to see it and I hate to say it, but you just don't have to do that. I want to, I'm asking you for, I guess, more attempts at making sure we understand where the other is coming from. Right. I am, like I said, actively practicing that, such as with the text, such as with re-explaining myself when I came in about what it is that I want for us that day. Mm -hmm. We have things to do. We have tasks to do. We have work. But there has it's literally been like all work and no play, you know. Right. So I want to play again we somewhere. Don't, we don't do these things. We used to play a game before we record it. Before we record episode, so yeah. that we could be, you know, just in a good mood, in a good vibe. And we haven't done that in a while, mainly because we're always trying to hurry up and record before Drew wakes up, or before or I like, gotta go, or before Mikey gotta go, and we gotta get this unedited up to Patreon. We got shit to do. We ain't got time to play, but. We got to make time. We do. It's the it's the tortoise in the air. That ain't it. Ain't it the ant and the grasshopper? Baby, I have no idea. It's the one where one of the animals keeps the working one. through all the seasons while the other one is playing. And then one of them ain't prepared when something happens. And the other one is like, well, you should have been working. But this, I don't understand how this, well, this is what play. Like he missed life. Like, because oh. he was working the whole time. Mm. Right. Someone help me. I know it's a thing. Cause I got to um, teach true. Yeah. So... So what do you want from me? What do I want from you? I want you to be around. So time with you. But I also want you to like show yourself grace and like don't project your feelings on us over here. Because no one's over here. No one over here is mad at you or ashamed of you or none of us. Not me, not Drew, not Groot. I mean, Groot could use, you know. Groot's probably. Groot has issues. Yeah. No, he's he's upset with you. But we're working on that but i also like i don't know, just some grace i think you've been really good about that the other day we were i was breastfeeding drew and you were like you want to have sex and i looked at you like this human has my whole nipple in her mouth <laughs> and you thinking about fucking me <laughs> really and then i had to explain and why then he was like, i did that wait. i was like the reason <laughs> why I, I didn't it completely slipped my mind but I was looking at you that you were breastfeeding because I'm looking at your face. <laughs> no, dead ass. I'm looking at your face and I got. I was looking at your eyes mm-hmm. and I'm like, I just like you're beautiful. Like I'm into Thank you. Thank you. Right. You are. Mm-hmm. And that happens every time I look into your eyes for too long. I start looking at just. I just start thinking stuff because mm-hmm. your face is. Just and I was like, perfect. babe, because mm-hmm. I, I talked with this with my therapist too. We had we didn't have sex. It was a few nights ago, like two weeks ago. He wanted to have sex. It was like two a.m. Y'all, Drew was tripping. Okay, Drew said, "Listen, you gonna lay with me." I'm with daddy, but I want you. So we had, we yeah. all laying in the bed together. I had to sing her her song. She falls asleep. It's 2 a.m. Mikey's like, all right, let's do it. I'm like, let's, let's do what? He's like, we're sex. And I, I feel like I'm about to literally die. I was aching, but because I think I've, I've done so well with like acting like I'm not or pushing through because I've had to while you were doing the program and stuff, you can't tell. No, it's not that. Or it's maybe you can and don't care. Part, it's I, not that I, I don't care. <laughs> I'm I mean, going to answer you. I'm going to tell you. Okay. It's that we got to try. And that's all, like, that's just all the energy comes from. But I'm always willing to accept. Like if you, if your response right after that is no, I'm still tired. Then it's like, okay, then nothing's well, happening. I understand that like, so then again, the thing comes up was like, even as like, as a wife, I don't feel like, I feel like we don't, I feel like as wives or people in general and like, so 
Okay, so there's a few things. One, there's there's obviously consent is needed for sex. If you don't have consent, it's not it's not sex. Unless and I you're feel into like as a husband, you have to like part of part of it is pursuit. Like I'm not trying to have sex with you if I know that you're not into it and you're right. unhappy. Like there's nothing. And coercion that, isn't yeah. like good sex. And I also, but I also don't feel like as a wife lately, and mainly because you haven't been around. And like when you are around, like obviously you want to like be with me, but that I can like say that I'm tired or say that I don't want to be touched right now because I'm a wife and like I have this duty to be touched, right? And my body is not my body, and I feel like I don't have autonomy over myself not even just with you but you know with drew even not even just breastfeeding just in general just being needed all day and i feel like i'm in constant service and no one is like servicing me or helping me or or like yeah and so the problem was like i I feel the same right and you feel the same because you're always out you're constantly using your body for things you don't want to use your body it's really hard to like ask for something of someone who is doing stuff all day right and And i think that goes both ways right Um, exactly which is why i don't ask you for anything if you notice i don't ask you for anything no but i volunteer to do things for one because i do recognize that things need to get done and while i don't want to ask sometimes like there's a fear of me like approaching you about anything sexual like i'll there's just fear behind it now um because which makes me feel like a bad wife because just like it used to didn't be like that. But I, what I told my therapist about it, you know, I ended up giving you head. It was fine because you know y'all know how I feel about head. Give you head, boom, bam, you go to sleep. You know, <laughs> <laughs> life changed. You straight drew sleep, and I like read for ten minutes. I like went in the living room and read for ten minutes because I couldn't articulate that I just want to do something for myself, even if it was just for ten minutes, and then I could do this thing for you. And so when you were like. Hey, you know, I want to have sex with you as you breastfeed your daughter. Not like obviously as you, but you know, like you recognizing that like Randy's is in a service position right now. And like, maybe I should wait and me being able to articulate, Hey, can I just get 20 minutes to do this thing by myself before we have sex? And we had sex that day, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Was that day? And it was daytime y'all. Wasn't it? Was it that day or was it the next day? I think it was the next day. Actually, it was good. It was good. Had to turn the camera off on Amazon in my business. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine if like it's Prime Day and you go to Prime Video and you see? Because I think I have them log it. I think I put it the system to where they like log and keep. But what if like the things Black that are Millennium happening, marriage, like tape got out? I mean, it'd be a good tape. What but, if, babe, you look like great. But like, would it be a good tape? Because then you got my butt around. There are all types of fetishes and things on that you fit into. That's true. That you will be fine. Hey, quick poll. Do you leave your socks on when you have sex? Why just, is this a thing? Just respond. This is not in a production meeting. It wasn't. It just came to mind. Hi, group. Um, sorry, I'm gonna edit it out. <laughs> I yeah, I want you to get out of that fear, but I also need you to be able to articulate that sometimes it's not even just not it's not it's never not wanting you. It's just that I feel like I never have time for Randy and then I'm in this constant state of giving to others and even if it's my husband even if it's my daughter that. and i try really hard to make sure that you have time for you you do and do you think that like lately it's been okay or no i'm saying even before lately i'm like, not talking about lately do you i think do that yes lately? now because I, I mean it's also turned into like us even being able to talk better yeah like yeah to like communication seems to like i don't know it's as true. of the last like week or really two. i don't feel like i'm about to set you off every time now 
you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, oh, she recognizes that this is a joke. She laughed. Ha. You know? There's there's less shortness with each other. But that's also because we had, you know, really great sex a couple days ago. And like, we're sleeping. Did you just start to sleep a little longer? Yep. There has been more sleep. I have <laughs> taken the priority of, of, like, taking her away from you more, like, as I as I can. Yeah, and that helps. Um, um, you know, which I, I used to do before, but now I'm able to do more because Drew is, like, with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she got places to go, okay? So she'll take anybody. And I'm trying to send you away as much as I can. I know. Because you come back so much, like, happier after a therapy appointment or after a gym workout or, you know. I do. So all right, just, y'all. let's keep trying. We're going to keep trying because y'all told us if we get divorced, we're going to all have to go to therapy. And plus, BBD isn't the best podcast name. What is BMD. it? BMD. What, Black what, millennial divorce? Like if we, because we still gotta keep the podcast. Up. Actually, you think if, that'd be fire, babe? I would listen to a podcast where two divorcees talked about all the shit they did wrong. You bullshit. No, I'm not. Really? You know I that? Listen, I ain't gonna lie to you. We'd sound completely different if we did that. No, I mean, obviously they still have to like each other. They still have to have respect I know. for each other. I'm just saying, I could see us doing that. If like, like if, hey, y'all didn't like, work out, but <laughs> here's why. Episode one thousand and two. We'll be friendly, like, and go talk shit. I had a co-parent. <laughs> Wait, no, that's not fun. There are people out there struggling with that. We're not teasing y'all. This is uh, this is us. Episode one thousand three. Mikey walked in on me and my new guy. <laughs> Engagement. Any spouses going through this? We know there are. We are accepting all tips and stories. Any tips and stories? How do you connect? Tell they us. Connected. Tell us what we, we're doing. We thought wrong. we would. And then life was like, y'all are funny. Y'all think that y'all gonna just do stuff because you millennial. You don't understand. Y'all just gonna be happy. Y'all gonna just figure it out. You know? God got us. Speaking of God, the Black Millennial Marriage Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) Speak on it, sis. Features additional content, like my blog post about being a wife, mom, woman, and writer. Mikey's Daddy Journals. He just got this hot new logo. Well, he's actually been had it. He just waited to share it with y'all. Yes, because um, I'm pushing a whole agenda out here. Y'all about yes. to get these journal entries. Fire. Check it out. Additional mini and bonus episodes. So as you know, all minis are going there. Patreon, we owe y'all two. It's coming. Like, as of, like, two days coming. Mm-hmm. And early access to what's going on with our family and more. If this sounds like something you might be into, you can join for as little as $3 a month. Check us out at patreon.com slash black millennial marriage. That's www.patreon.com and search black millennial marriage. Again, all of these links that we mentioned will be in the show notes. So I know in some cases, like the details show up weird, but like just press details and more. And then like, there you go. Just letting y'all know, because I don't think we've ever said that. That was a good explanation, baby. If you can't commit to a monthly membership, though, and just don't got it like that, we are coming back to y'all with a cash up when we come back. But in the meantime, <laughs> Amazon gift cards are, are you know, accepted, and please send it to us at our email, blackmailmarriage@gmail.com. That's B-L-A-C-K-M-I-L-M-A-R at gmail.com. And if you're like, what do y'all use Amazon gift cards for? My business. No, I'm playing. We, you know, we need equipment. We need things. Because we are talking on some old mics. We need a hard drive. Y'all, there's some They're things classic. happening. There are things happening. My earphones Yo, going no, your in and out. Your headphones is done. <laughs> <laughs> headphones. It's a rap for those headphones. So I hope y'all um, can hear me. <laughs> and that I have I, it. I can't imagine what you listen to while we be doing this. And you just always seem like you're hopeful that maybe there will be sound. 
I'm like, uh, will this court? <sighs> it's it's a struggle. All right, babe, fight or flight. Okay, this week's fight or flight is brought to you by the word sex. What? S-E-X. This fight or flight is about sex. Yeah. Talk about triggered. <laughs> triggered. No, it's a good thing. Is it? Oh, yeah, it Mike. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. What do you think you I'm going to say? Are you about to talk about the sex we just had? Uh huh. Go ahead, babe. All right. Fellas, I'm Mikey. talking to y'all right now Mikey. first. Ladies, just like, you know, fly on the wall for now. Fly on the wall for now. Fellas. Jesus. You ever making love to your lady, you know, doing all the work that we do, you know, trying to blow her everything out. Mikey. Doing all of the positions, just doing the work because you trying to make sure that she is satisfied. Right. And then you ask her, hey, why don't you get on top? And out of nowhere, you're hit with, what's the word, fellas? You're hit with resistance. Right? <laughs> Why I got to get on top? What you mean you want to be ridden? You've been watching too I've much Mac The Stallion. My knees ain't that strong. That. Ready? Hey, hey, fly on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> fellas, we just finished doing all this work. My back tight. My back tight. My what knees you, weak. What are you talking about? I need you right now. You know what I'm saying? Bounce it. Just do so. It's your turn. Show out. <laughs> I love the visual of whatever it is you're about to do. I'll even help. My arms are still able to like, you know, I can do work. Dead ass. And you, what are you, you talking have the about? Can you fly? <sighs> Fellas, I think we need to go ahead and start working towards making women doing more of the work a norm uh, in married households and just relationships in general. And if you're one of those guys who girls just does this and does the most all the time, I'm not talking to you. You suck. I'm really happy for you. That Mikey, that's your what life. are you talking about? But it's not mine. What? So now, what is your fight? Fly off the wall. Now, when I ask you to like ride me, I noticed that I got some resistance, Mikey. <laughs> but I did it though. You nigga. did. So what do you want from I me? I want it in the future with less resistance. <laughs> <laughs> like that wasn't. Don't say no. Then yes. How you pursue me for sex and then tell me? Oh, by the way, because that's a part oh, of it. By the way. You know, I need that's like, you. That's, that's, a, that's, that's not a good question. No. That's not a good question. By the way, do the work too. That's I, not what I'm saying. I, it's a part of sex. That's like you approaching a dude and then be like, you know, like he's, he's shocked that you want head. <laughs> it's, a requ- it's something that you require. It this is, is what I'm re- saying. We have is, to make this more of a norm. I don't understand. What are you doing if you're not getting it? Okay, we're not talking about head. Exactly. What we're talking about is high group. What we're talking about I'm is. I'm trying to have that same attitude. Mikey, first of all, it wasn't a lot of resistance. you making me sound it was, like. I'm not saying it's a lot. I'm lazy. I'm saying over the course Mike, of this relationship. All I said I, was. Listen, hear me out. Over the course of this relationship, mm-hmm. I just be working. Mikey. And you know I be working. I ain't saying you not. I'm talking about me. I be working. I be working too. You do be working. But you will say something like, mm, before you just because do say yes. Because of what? I'm supposed <laughs> to get up here and do what? Honestly, you just got to kind of just kneel. Mikey, first of all, this and I'll hold you up. that we have eats people. So I got like, strong hands. I had just got back from the gym. Mm-hmm. And I'm supposed to straddle you? I thought the whole point of I'm this a really big guy. was for me to lay down. That's what I thought. <laughs> I you see what a disconnect is? At one point, we each got to be allowed to lay down. You know, Babe, you lay down all the time. What? When I... Because <laughs> I, I think you're misremembering how this goes. 
Because you said all the time, a confidence. Maggie. I'm going to let you think about it for a second. I'm going to let you finish. You got your thoughts? 98.2 of the time, you on your back. Oh, you serious? When I give you head. Yes. And it ain't no, and you be making me work, Mike. I don't be down there for a second. But you said when. So that's a long time. That's because I just want to lay down I and feel just like. like I just wasn't here in a comfortable bed. It could like, all be so simple. Mikey, huh? I feel like the time that it You're takes about completely to woman. get you there, uh-huh. purposely, that you be doing, <laughs> while we, if we being real, <laughs> adds up or equals to the amount of time that you spend working in bed. Word. Except I use a whole bunch of body parts. Like, it's a lot of stuff happening that I put it's in. Even if you want to equate the time to It don't take much work with you. So here's the thing. If what you're asking for is for me to come quicker. Because that's what it that's what it sounds like. Um, and I'm so sorry, Mike. We cannot keep doing this. We cannot be talking about sex like this okay. because our parents listen. Got you. We should probably put a disclaimer at this. And Mama has said, huh, that she so, likes that we are ourselves. All right, no problem. So here's what I, this is what I would do. If you want me to mm, quick, because <laughs> we gotta censor it. I'm not asking you to censor yourself. I'm saying I can do that. Like, I'm if not you asking want you to do that. It's what just I'm saying that is, when, when I finally begin, and I'm like, oh, I've waited so long for this. I'm going to enjoy. I think this I would just show. like to know up front because when I when we have sex, mm-hmm. I assume that this is me. Like, okay, Mikey's about to dominate, right? Mm-hmm. I would like to know beforehand. I expect to be written because first of all, this is also a new development. Okay, because you know, I was like how you survive. That's not true. That's true. That's not true, babe. I did like we. You just needed to practice. It was a. It was a. You hadn't done you said it. that. But that's just your euphemism way of saying you suck at it. That's turn not around. My, I say what I'm saying. <laughs> he says you suck at it. Turn around. <laughs> Fine. I apologize mm. for fighting you, but I did get up there. You did, and you know what you did. And I put your ass to sleep. So what the fuck you fighting no, you didn't. for? Whoa, whoa, Mikey, you fell asleep. Rewind. This is what we're not gonna do, Mikey. I was dozing off, and because I turned the camera off, I, I don't Netflix. got receipts. I didn't fall asleep because I got up after that babe, episode. I was when watching. I woke up from my you nap. To, you said, oh, babe, you, you, you when you babe, woke up from what? When you woke up from babe, what? When you woke up, from, I was supposed to put you to sleep. You put me to sleep. I said you made me sleepy. Mikey doesn't. <laughs> anyway. You actually went to sleep afterwards. Thank you. I was proving. First of all, that was the plan <laughs> beforehand. Gym, that was the plan. Just and you were like, hey, <laughs> I was actually going to bed. You were. And I was like, I can help you sleep. Anywho. I apologize. I'm fleeing. Fine. I'll I just keep you. my my thoughts in my head and just get up there and play these games that you want to play. What games? It's not games. These it's games. Fun, you know, fun games. PDA. You first. It is my first. Um, thank you for doing this episode with me. We are, this is our last one before our break. This was all over the place. We hope that y'all are still around. Maybe one day we will stop saying that in an episode and just be confident about our content. But mm-hmm. y'all know we are in therapy and things ain't always right over here. Got you. So back to you. Yes. It has been really hard recording in the midst of all of this. And since the baby, we've only taken a two week break. That is true. That is true. And so I really admire your work ethic and appreciate you doing this with me and it's been fun you know this part is always fun so thank you i love you i love you too you're the bomb.com and you have a really big dick if anyone there was wondering you go. that's my baby he really does Oof. and it's your turn <laughs> how do you follow up with that i don't know make it work okay Susie and robbie Mm-hmm. It had a beautiful story. Yes. 
it reminded me that there was once a time where things were perfect less <laughs> I was gonna say less messy happy but no um clearer mm-hmm. um and we're working to clear up some of the fogginess that has happened with the miscommunications and the struggle that we're going through over here I can honestly say that there's no way in hell I would have done this for any other woman <laughs> ever. I'm sorry, I know. Oh, this. I, I, I know. You don't hear me. I do. You you don't get it. I'd have been like, okay. You are an amazing wife. You are Thank a phenomenal you. wife. You are a great wife. You are loving and caring, even amidst being pulled and tugged and sucked on by a little. I love her, so I won't call her that. A child. <laughs> a, child. Um, a child who needs you for sustenance in life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and attention and learning and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. You have been carrying yourself with so much strength through me doing this program, through us moving, through us working and trying to find balance. And I appreciate all that you do. Not just as a mother, but as a wife to make sure that we are straight, which is including these things like making sure that the podcast stuff is up and keep going. Like we've been going off pure stubbornness and yeah. the fact that, I mean, the episodes keep getting posted. So I guess we'll keep recording. <laughs> that is this really what it's like. Guess we just go keep going till we die. Yeah. 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 I love you. I and love I you. appreciate you. Not just as a mother. Not just as a woman or a person, but as my wife. I could not do this with anybody else. And I really, really appreciate you for all that you do. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, y'all. We will be back September 1. That is the first September Sunday. September the 1. In September. And we're, we are excited for this break. I am because it's going to give us some time to like really do some stuff. And hopefully figure out, like just get our life together. So... Thank you again for listening, everyone. Be blessed. Don't ever settle. And fight clean most of the time. Eventually. And if not, apologize. And then work on fighting cleaner later. Peace. You dig it. You dig it. I dig it. I dig it. You dig it. I love it. I got no but banana above it. I focus on what the funk is. Don't know what's so fierce. I'm sipping time we just don't know how to leave y'all can't can't do it can't do it you know we gotta do a little something extra at the end um i want each of us to shout out somebody personally i didn't ask you this before we did you it, did it but i'm gonna give you some time to think about it while i shout somebody out okay if you made it this far kazo i just want to say i love you and i appreciate you you have no idea what your support has done for my family and how much i genuinely am glad that i have you in my life this is to brandon griffith you are the shit Thank you, because for supporting me and just being great, man. Love you. I have three people. Two, our mothers mm-hmm. and Drew's godfather. Y'all have been the source. Okay? Shout out, shout out Jeffrey. Yes. <laughs> and Auntie Bree, T.T. Bree out mm-hmm. here. Not caring that Drew want her mama going to pick her up and take her and thank y'all so much. Drew. And nah, you know what? Nah, damn it. And Carmen. Shout out Carmen. If you are listening to this, you finally got to meet your goddaughter. Yes. It was a very beautiful thing for me to see. I was very happy to see that. Yeah. Um, and y'all just clicked. Drew just fell asleep with her. Just was like, oh. 
Yeah. Been waiting to see you. Going to bed now. Who else? Who else? Real quick. Uh, our whole Patreon family. We really like y'all. We trying to do better. We thank y'all for just liking what we put Watch out how we way. turn up this month for August. We're always trying, to, and I hate when you do that. No, I'm serious for I'm Patreon specifically. That, like, Don't worry, just okay. just okay, just accept. We really do love y'all. Y'all have really helped us out. Our twenty, um, our twenty dollars supporters, our twenty dollars tier, Mary tier. Um, at this point, you should have received something in the mail. Uh, once you receive it. Please go ahead and just share an image, something with our hashtag, and it don't even have to be public if y'all not into that. We, I just want to know y'all got it, and I want to know what y'all think of it. Yeah, I do because we turn on the tracking, and I'm just worried everybody's not gonna get their thing. So, and if it's not there yet, it's coming. Mm -hmm. It should be there. They, it's supposed to be there. And shout out to you, (laughs) random person listening to this. Anybody new? All the people who've been there from day one. It's just a break, y'all. It's not goodbye, goodbye, but. But peace. (laughs) Acast powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend. I'm Meredith Masony. And I'm Tiffany Jenkins. We're the hosts of Take It or Leave It, a podcast where we discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Join us every week where we sit down and talk about parenting, even though we don't really know what we're talking about. We have guests, we take your calls, and we get weird. Tiffany and I are just like you. We are two struggling moms who have no idea what we're doing. Join us on Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. A-Cash, 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 A-Cash recommends. recommends.